Heavenly Father, we praise you for breathing your love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit and your Holy Scripture every day in the past nine weeks. We especially thank you for your blessings and comfort in 2 Corinthians as we read the last passage of Paul's letter of a resilient love. Help us to reflect on your grace and mercy for us today. In the precious name of Jesus, we all pray. Amen. Today's text is 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 11 to 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 11 to 14. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All God's people here send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In the last section of Paul's second letter to Corinthians, I want us to meditate on the famous benediction of Apostle in verse 14. This is probably the most popular and widely used benediction in all Christian churches and their worship. Certainly, I always pray this prayer at the end of a Sunday worship. I'm really blessed and touched by this blessing now more than ever uh, after you know, meditating on 2 Corinthians for nine weeks. And let me share today the three blessings here. First, Paul gave his best and most elaborate benediction to the church, which gave him the worst and the hardest time in his ministry. Do I write a long email to people who make my life painful? Sometimes, but not repeatedly. Paul already wrote two long letters. If you remember, Paul's second letter was a lost. Second Corinthians was actually the third letter, and I'm assuming the second lost letter is also long, just like the first and second. All Paul's letters close with some form of a benediction. If you look at all Paul's letters to the churches, to individuals, it always ends with some kind of benediction. But this one in 2 Corinthians is the most expensive or elaborate. It has three clauses, whereas others have usually one, which is a grace of God, grace of Christ or some kind of grace uh, mentioned. Here I can feel Paul's shepherd's heart. I can see it's a desperate attempt to uh, I can see a desperate attempt of a faithful spiritual father to wayward children. Paul's unusually long benediction reveals his undying love for troublemakers like a Corinthian. Remember, if you look at the verse, Paul already gave a kind of benediction, verse 11. The God of love and peace will be with you. And then verse 14, he, gives, he comes back with a Second and most elaborate, I might say, complete benediction. Paul wants blessings for troublemakers. Truly, love is patient and love is kind. Love remembers no wrongs, but love always hope. That's a Paul's benediction here. Second, Paul's theology 
that we see in the benediction tells us something very important. That is, Paul's theology is always contextual. It means to Paul, theology is not an esoteric, abstract set of a belief or even religious dogma. It is always located in the concrete life situation with the real individuals and the serious need of community at its core. In other words, Paul's theology is very practical. And today we see why some people like uh, Catherine Lacuna, a great uh, American uh, woman, American theologian, man or woman, doesn't matter, said the uh, Trinity is the most practical Christian doctrine that Christians uh, are ignorant of. Here, Paul was not just rendering typical Trinitarian construction. If he just intended to teach the threefold nature of God and relation of a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to one another, in other words, if Paul had been attempting precise Trinitarian statement, he would have begun God the Father and also have used the term Father to God. But he started with Christ, the Lord Christ. Here, Paul is following so-called order of economic trinity, the trinity that we experience in our salvation. For us to know grace of God, God has to come to us. Grace is not something that we achieve. Grace is a gift of God. And to give us a gift, grace became a human. Grace is a name. Grace is not an abstract. Grace is a concrete again. Grace has a name. The name is Jesus. That grace reveals the love of God as a single most important character of God. No ancient religion ever defined God as a love, as a Christianity did. Christian God is God of love because Christ embodied grace and love in his life and teaching. Ultimately, grace and love leads to the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So here, the emphasis lies on grace, love, and fellowship as the three blessings for which Paul prayed for Corinthians. Paul's Trinitarian benedictions reminds Corinthians and all of us to threefold calling that God gave us. Our calling is for grace and love and fellowship. Now, third, Paul's benediction is a very unique here because here Paul elevate, elevate fellowship to the divine reality. For Paul, fellowship is not an extra but an essential reality of God that the Holy Spirit invites us to participate. The uh, reason I say fellowship is not extra is that some, some Christians think, you know, some Christians come to the church and they just attend the worship and they just leave. Just like uh, many of us just uh, leave right after the uh, Zoom service. They don't participate in the breakout fellowship because they think it's extra. It's not essential. Think again. Paul included fellowship in the Trinitarian blessings. How we relate to each other reveals what kind of God we believe and who we are. Here we see the grace of Son and love of a Father brings out the ultimate blessing, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in us and to us. Koinonia, 
so-called the common or shared life of believers matters a lot to God because our God is a God of eternal divine koinonia or fellowship. The most concrete and authentic experience of grace and love is always found in koinonia. This is a divine mandate for the house church ministry. This is why we do house church ministry. This is where evangelism and edification go together hand in hand. We are not just converting people to believe in Jesus, but we are actually helping people not only believe in Jesus, but belong to Jesus. That's the problem of a Corinthian Christians. They forgot to whom they primarily belong to. Because they forgot whom they belong to, they have all kinds of divisions, and they didn't mind you know, insisting in their sinful self-indulgences. They forgot that we are together in God. Just as a triune God is one, we are one together in God. When we forget whom we belong to, we fail to relate it to each other in the proper way. So koinonia, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, it is a dire blessing that we need. I especially say this is a dire prayer that we need to, make, we need to do during this pandemic. People are desperate for each other's touch. And this pandemic really reveals the whom we belong to. Sorry to Paul, I, I want to include the uh, John's also prayer. Apostle John is the first letter, first, chapter 1, verse 3. We pro proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you may also have a fellowship with us and our fellowship with the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, I might say, in the Holy Spirit, and we write this, make our joy complete. Without the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, no blessing of God is a complete. And today's Paul's benediction is a Trinitarian, not in, in, this, uh, uh, not in the orthodoxy, but an actual operation of our church and our Christian life and ministry. So let us use our God's grace and mercy and love to elevate our fellowship to divine reality, especially today, this Good Friday, for our house church. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we pray that grace of the Lord Jesus Christ becomes our passion. We pray that love of God becomes our love and our power. We pray that fellowship of the Holy Spirit becomes our purpose and pleasure. May everything we do and say today help others embrace the grace of Lord Jesus Christ and help us express the love of God and ultimately expand the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in our desperate and broken world. In the holy name of Triune God, we all pray.